Is this heaven? No, it's a podcast. Welcome to the Field of Geeks podcast. Field of Geeks episode 92. I'm Josh. I'm Mitch. I'm Billy. So we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, we're going to be talking some Oscar highlights, Green Lantern, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Star Wars, Goosebumps, Expendables 4, MIB, and much more. So we also got a review of Strangers, Pray at Night. Is that right, Billy? Yeah. Pray at Night. Yep. And Mitch saw the Hans Zimmer concert live. Well, not really live, but... It Concert like recorded, it. yeah. On Netflix. On Netflix, yeah. Excellent. Yep. Excellent. Well, great. Well, you know, hero of the week, I think, is uh, Mark Hamill. He just got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh, cool. Seven-year-old girl, she didn't want to wear a Star Wars shirt to school because she didn't want to get picked on for liking boy stuff. Mm-hmm. So the mother reached out to Twitter, and it got a lot of, you know, um, responses. He was one of them, and he just, you know, had some encouraging words. She just said... uh Boy stuff, please. The Force is and always will be strong with females here on Earth and in galaxies far, far away. So I think that's... I, I like his character. You know, yeah. he's just really a nice guy. And it, I don't know if you saw the ceremony of him getting a star. No, no. Man, Harrison Ford, he's just checking out. Like, he he did a speech, but he's so, like... I think it's from all the... I think he got damaged from some of those plane accidents yeah. he had, you know, sadly. But, yeah, he just... Um, it was pretty good. Lucas got up there and talked a little bit. Did he? Kind of put people to sleep, I thought. But uh, it was cool, though. It was cool. He had stormtroopers, you know, in front of his star. And it, it, I mean, it's a cool thing, but everyone who gets a star basically either has to raise funds to get it or pay it out of their own pocket. So yeah. it's, you know, it's like it's earned, but it's not like Hollywood bought them the star. It's stupid. Does that I, go for everybody? Yeah. Everyone has to pay for a star. So that's why. A lot of these younger people, like I don't, even, I don't know if Britney Spears has a star or whatever. But basically, if you got the money, you can get a star on the Hollywood Walk of wow. Fame. So, yeah, I saw it was just one of those things that you just, you know, Hollywood be like, you know, this is the kind of person we want to do this year, or the people we want to do this nope. year. It's just more of a, oh, if you got the well, money, you know, pay. Out I think a it's an application dollars. process, but oh you also gosh. have to have the money. You well, know? the money is key. Like Ralph Garman and Seth MacFarlane raised funds to get Adam West a star on the on the Walk of mm-hmm. Fame. Because otherwise he w- he wouldn't have gotten it. Yeah. Which you know you have all these other celebrities who kind of you know bit the dust career wise. Yeah. You know they disappeared, but they have a star. It's because at the time they had the money to get it and they were popular. So mm-hmm. you know it is what it is. But it's it's nice that Mark finally got one. So so I wonder if back in the old days, you know, when the whole you know Marilyn Monroe and you know all of them were around, if they had to do the same thing or you know if, because if was... they were building it, I I would see them like just giving it to them, just like we gotta start this thing. But yeah. then they started being like, well, we gotta get some money off this. So yeah, pay for everything. Yeah, I'm a star. I gotta pay for my own star for on, on a sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, just go to award show. The the gift bags they give you, you could probably just sell that because they give you all kinds of. You get it's you crazy. gotta buy those too. Just for <laughs> no, they, you know, you just show up. I think you got to present, and you just get these gift. They've done it before on shows. They show up. They show oh, up the they swag bags that are worth like a hundred thousand dollars. Almost ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, it's so ridiculous. And half the time they don't even 
need that crap. It's like no. What was it? Bar of soap and some shampoo. Oh, it's 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 like jewelry, uh, expensive. Trips. Yeah, I mean it's like <laughs> everything they buy, that they can pay for themselves. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, and I think wow. you have to pay taxes on it because it's over three thousand dollars. Probably right. I it's dumb. So why why give them? <laughs> I know you gotta get taxed for everything. Everyone, everything you gotta, get, you gotta be taxed on. Oh yeah, it's, it's stupid. Wow, it's stupid. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so Mark Hamill, good on you, man. Uh, Newsflash. We got uh, Vin Diesel cast as Bloodshot. This is a valiant comics character. He's a government super soldier. So, hmm. yeah, it'll be interesting. Sopranos 1960s prequel movie in the works from creator David Chase. Oh, okay. It's kind of interesting. It sounds, um, they won't be doing any CGI, I'm sure. I mean, this is no. the 60s, but it would be cool to see the characters when they are younger. I don't know. Did you ever see Sopranos? No, I never, never did. I never got into it. I liked it. I, I didn't, I never saw the last episode, but I know the big hoopla about it. You know how it just ended. Um, were you a Sopranos fan at all? You know, um, I never had HBO when the time that it was on. I have HBO now. And right now I'm in the middle of uh, game of Thrones. And after that's all said and done, then I'm going to hop over the Sopranos. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. You'll binge watch the whole thing. Probably. Right. Right. I, I, Love Game of Thrones. Um, I would imagine that The Sopranos is very much like uh, the good. What is it, Goodfellows? Pretty much, yeah. yeah but it's a whole show with De Niro and all those guys. Yeah, his his career profession is waste management. <laughs> <laughs> it's like his. I don't think his wife knows what he does in the beginning, at least. I think yeah. it's pretty like secretive. But nice cover up. Yeah, <laughs> I just like those mafia movies. They have such a hierarchy that's just interesting yeah they do they do and uh, scorsese's working on the irishman which uh, oh I think wow that's, that's gonna be a netflix movie it's having like all the stars of all the movies he did pretty much in it like i think you've got jack nicholson maybe uh you got joe Pesci. they they brought him out of retirement to be in it they pretty much were like please be in this wow he's been away for a Nero. long time yes yes i it's pretty um big of him just to be like i'm gonna retire like you could still make some stuff of course i guess he was making some not great movies towards the end of his career, but big thing about that is, I don't know if there's a lot of flashbacks in the movie, but Scorsese wants to use the de-aging process on these some of these actors. So I, I think alone that would be really cool. They could pull it off. But. And I think if done right, I mean, it looks great. Yeah, like um, uh, Robert Downey Jr. in Civil War. Yep. Um, Michael Douglas and mm-hmm. Ant-Man. Yeah, those are excellent examples. So Yeah. At, the concern is like the budget's going to be really high if they do that. Scorsese, really though, cool. I mean, yeah. It's has, have you ever movie. seen a movie that he's done where you aren't like impressed? Yeah, I, I you know, I haven't seen the one, the Liam Neeson one he did uh, a year or so ago. It was something about religion. I, 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 I didn't see it, but I, you know, I, they always look great. Yeah, it's really not a bad Scorsese movie. I can't think of right now. <laughs> there is kind of a rehash, like Casino is pretty much. Goodfellas, you know. It feel, yeah, I've seen It's still a previews. good movie, but yeah. it's a brutal movie. I mean, is it? Casino? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's got Joe brutal. Pesci and De Niro in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Does it have Ray Liotta, too? No. Oh! No. Maybe he's too crazy to be come, coming back. I don't know. <laughs> I heard he's not a nice guy to work with. Uh, when we had that nice program here about, you know, making films yeah. in Iowa, mm-hmm. I guess uh, my cousin talked to somebody who was on set with him or knew somebody so you know who knows if it's accurate but i could see it being accurate and yeah he was a total asshole so oh that's too bad yeah but uh expendables 4 may film this august i like those those are good popcorn flicks I do too yeah a great not... movie to pop on on a saturday when you got 
Yeah. Not a whole lot going on. And you see all your need to be entertained. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of the lines are corny, but I think that's what it's supposed to be. You know, it, it never went out to be a serious movie. I think I it just think went so. out to be a smash and bash and you know rehash of the '80s greats. If any of them were to be serious, I think the first one was the biggest attempt to kind of make something yeah bold and new. But then the other two kind of fell into the um, the commercial aspect but i get that they want to make money off these movies but kudos to salone to say you know we've got all these great guys that are just kind of sitting in the background that have done tons of action films probably still want to do it but don't have a venue to do it because most of the directors out there say oh you're too old you can't well and once they get on that path of doing like crappy films yeah it's hard you know unless you have a tarantino who sees greatness in you like Mm -hmm. he did with travolta and uh, Carradine, David Carradine, you know, bring him back, put him in a limelight. You know, I was that's why I was happy to see Eric Roberts in Dark Knight. Yeah. And um, uh, he was in the first Expendables, you know, mm-hmm. uh, before he got knifed in the chest. But have you seen those films at all? I had not, not a big seen action a single guy. one of those. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're fun. I they're, they're, over, fun. they're really over the top. Terry Crews like is amazing. He's yeah. in all of them. Uh, yeah, I actually liked the third one. I bought the unrated version, and I thought it was a lot better. Um a lot of people gave that one crap, but is that the one where they got Bruce Willis out of there and Harrison Ford came in and so yeah. did Arnold Schwarzenegger? Wesley Snipes is in it, and they, oh they, really? They do a nice uh, tax joke. Nice, yeah, it was pretty. I thought it was funny, but you know, I'm kind of a sucker for those good old self-deprecating humor. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm Wesley. four four. Huh. See, uh, Goosebumps two starts filming and gets a title, Slappy Halloween. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you saw the Goosebumps Jack Black film. No, I, I liked it. I did. I actually liked it. Um, I, I didn't... thought it was something. I know it had something to do with Slappy. But I thought it was like a like a like a Revenge of Slappy or something. That was, that I think, what they were working with, oh, and okay. then they changed it. I oh, okay. kind of prefer that, but honestly, I don't even care for a Slappy in the title. Right. You know? But yeah, the first one really surprised me. It was. I thought it was good. It, it was a good movie you can watch with the kids. Yep. You know, if you have if you have kids, and you don't want to watch one that just makes you want to. My kids love Goosebumps. When they saw this, they were pretty. R.L. Stein was just a beast when he wrote those books. I mean, they were great growing up. Yeah, and I think it's it's a good thing they're doing with these movies. It's like a fictionalized R.L. Stein, yeah. Jack Black plays. So it's I think it's pretty cool, and they I can see them going further. Always depends on the sequel how that does, you know. Then all that scary, Josh. I know well, I can watch those. See, <laughs> <laughs> you can watch those. Yes, I'm happy about a sequel being made, and I think yeah. if this one works out, I think they could probably make maybe a. a one or two more. Yeah, I just hope they get away from like Slappy's a cool character, but yeah. it's like, come on, there's so many more characters. Right, like, let's they have all the all these other stories that they can build from. So right. or add a bunch of stories together, mm-hmm. something like that, like they did in the first one, kind of. Yeah. So yeah, I'd, I'd be kind of excited to see that. Exactly. Oscar highlights. I don't know if you saw the ceremony. Any, any of you? Uh, I don't have uh, ABC. You do? So I can't what? pull that channel in. I don't have ABC. I don't have ABC. So uh, even with the rabbit ears, uh, it doesn't scan very well. So and I have the ABC app, so I can probably I can watch it oh, a- afterwards. Right, right. But no, I didn't. I didn't see it. Really? Yeah. I, it's so weird. Channel Five here is always hard to come in, and they're just like they're on the same side of town now, and it's like it's still the signal is so weak. I don't yeah. get it. I mean, not to get off on a tangent or anything, but I actually wrote the station manager to see what ra- set of rabbit ears I needed to purchase just so that I could pull in the channel. Yeah. Never got a response. <laughs> I mean, well, we have well, we have Roku, but yeah, I mean, we uh, we don't have you know we don't have the we we don't watch the other channels very much. Sure. So I've gone through five different sets of rabbit ears. 
Yeah, I found the ones that work best for me are the butterfly ones. They lay, yeah. they lay flat. I even know? went. I even huh. went and bought the really expensive Mophie one, the one that sticks to the wall. Yeah, that's supposed to be like it's fifty like a mile box, radius, right? Yeah, like a box. Yeah, yeah. I just had this didn't work. Rabbit ears that we got from what, Walmart or wherever. Yeah. maybe. I hate rabbit ears. I got I got done with those. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna find something better. And I was like, I yeah, think the only way to truly nice. do it is to put a whole house antenna in the attic, like what all the parents used to do back in the day right my brother my brother-in-law he had that done and i think it works pretty well for him yeah so. i mean you can pull in every channel then right exactly but, wow so yeah. none of you got to see the oscars then no no i yeah. heard I, I mean i watched highlights of it sure. um it, it seems like every year it gets more and more political and i'd rather just be entertained sure um and so to me personally i don't care which side of the, the fence you fall on um just stay out of politics mm-hmm. let's just have fun yeah i mean i I thought some of the jokes were like, yeah, we get it. We we know. Yeah. This is. How many it. times can you beat a but I was all Yeah, I was all for the women empowerment, obviously, with all of the scum that's going on, you know, in Hollywood. Like, you know, lots changed from a year ago. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty crazy. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to talk about a few highlights I thought were interesting. Um, Sam Rockwell won for Three Billboards, which I still need to see. He won Best Supporting Actor, and he had a great story when he went up and gave a speech. I always like when they can a lot of good humor in a speech it's not just a boring speech like oh, i gotta thank my agent you know it's the it last 10 minutes and then they're, they're still talking when the music plays. exactly <laughs> yeah he had a great speech he was saying you know i when i was a kid i was pulled into the principal's office my dad was there and he said um something's wrong with grandma so you know we left school and i said to my dad in the car what's wrong with grandma and he's like oh nothing we're going to the movies <laughs> <laughs> i got a good laugh um, nice yeah, that's awesome. Um, Good to see Sam Rockwell get an Oscar, though. I mean, the guy's always been way under underutilized. He's been at it for a long time, and he has. Uh, I mean, Green Matchstick Mile. Men was a great movie. Yeah, uh, Green Mile was the first time I saw him. He was the crazy prisoner guy. Who oh yeah, actually killed the girls. Yeah. Yep. I forgot about that. Yep. Wow. And he was in True Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, which was a pretty cool, pretty cool movie. It was basically about the dude who who had the Gong Show. He had mm-hmm. an alternate life as an assassin. He claimed in real life. Yeah, they, I don't think they could ever really, you know, see if that was true or not. But the movie itself was pretty cool. And of course, Iron Man two, he was in that. And yep, I'm happy that he's finally getting recognition. And speaking of that, uh, Gilmore del Toro, he got best director, best picture for his movie Shape of Water. Who saw that coming? I mean, the guy's always kind of just been a indie kind of guy and and done whatever he's wanted to. He was working on The Hobbit for. Lord knows how long. I think he would have done a better job. You think so? Well, I, I for one, I think it would have been one movie. You know? I think so, too. I think his style of movies, though, I think his directorial style is a little different than what The Hobbit needed. Yeah. And I still think Peter Jackson did a pretty good job at it. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's a, it's a different book altogether. I just don't know. Um, I know that, for a fact, a lot of the stuff that he already had set up, they used. So, who knows? I mean... yeah. I think when everything uh, like lines up perfectly, you know, obviously it doesn't happen all the time. But like I saw Shape of Water, and it felt like a really good movie. Like it didn't really have any problems. Joey would disagree, but didn't feel like Hellboy. No, I mean I like <laughs> I liked Hellboy, but yeah, there's some stuff there. But it could be studio involvement. Who who knows? But yeah. this Shape of Water is you know it's the first sci-fi film to win Best Picture. So wow, it's quite something. That says something. Yeah, and it's got a lot of messages in the film too. You know. Um, so, yeah, I recommend seeing it. I mean, it's kind of weird because it's mm-hmm. kind of like bestiality. Like, 
she's with this aquatic dude because she's like she can relate to him and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I know it is what it is, but it's kind of like Abe Sapien hooking up oh, with okay. a chick, which you know you could accept that because that, that's what happened. Now is that an original screenplay or is that off of a book or? Uh no, I think it's original. Okay, but I think someone's claiming he plagiarized um, their idea or whatever. So I don't know if that's going to go any further. You know, probably not. They probably want money. Yeah. Um, so first time director Jordan Peele won for best original screenplay, Get Out, which is a great film, I thought. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw it at all. Is that the one with the uh, guy who was blind? No, it's the uh, it's the guy, uh, it's a black guy who goes to visit his white girlfriend's parents, and the town's just weird, and there's all these black people who are acting funny, and hmm. it's basically they're getting abducted and having things changed. I want you to see it, Billy. I don't want you to... I don't want to give it away, but it's it's good. It's kind of like a scary movie, but it plays on all kinds of, you know... Which is weird, because he's such a comedic guy. Yeah, well, it does have some comedy in it. It's, oh, does it's it? It's like okay. serious and funny at the same time. If you see some of the Jordan Peele stuff, they kind of go a little dark with some of their um, um, skits they did. Yeah. So I think that's kind of in there, ah, but gotcha. it's pretty impressive. He won for Best Original Screenplay for his first time out, you know, the only bad thing is like how do you top that you know right and you direct a movie and it gets all this praise um, kind of like when national lampoons came out with animal house and they were like where the hell do we go from here oh, right yeah. yeah as a company yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, vacation <laughs> yeah. vacation too let's accidentally step off the ledge there and then we'll do senior trip <laughs> i think that started uh jeremy uh, renner did it yeah i was in the 90s yeah i think when we were kids yeah, they've fallen from grace, but uh, yeah. So that was um, that was great to see. Uh, Frances McDormand, she's really an animated character. Uh, she's been winning all the awards up to this point, so it wasn't really a big shock. She yeah. won for three billboards as well. She had all the female nominees stand up, and she introduced something called the Inclusion Writer, which I was like, what is that? So I guess it's something that's existed for a while. People hmm. didn't really know about, but whenever an actor takes on a project... Mm-hmm. They can request this inclusion rider, which means it's like fifty percent diversity in the crews. So it gives you know everyone a chance to have work and kind of just like you know fair. Shot kind of similar it. to what uh, Robin Williams would do when when he would uh, star in a movie and stuff like that. Yeah, did, is that what he did? Um, I don't know if he did that per se, Something but similar. He had a writer in his contract where they had to hire a certain number of people off the streets that didn't have jobs. Oh, wow. Uh, to help with, I think Good it was like a thousand people that they had to hire. Yeah. Um, and some of them might be homeless, but they had food, a place to sleep. Sweet. And they just had to do some simple tasks around the, the set and stuff. Yeah, but great. they always had a job whenever Ron Williams sure. was around. So Well, and you know, find out now that some actors in the past gave some of their salaries to the their female, you know, their opposite lead yeah. in the film. I think... Susan Sarandon came out recently and said Paul Newman gave some of his salary to her. Yeah. I think they did a movie called Twilight. Not the vampire mm-hmm. one. It was a different one. But, yeah, when you hear that, it's really neat. But then it's always a shock, too. But it's never really... You know, I think, finally, that's getting addressed. And you know. But I, I don't think you need to... I mean, you don't need to announce it. I don't... In order to do something good, sometimes it's just in the background. And, mm-hmm. You know, eventually it'll come out and stuff like that. And... And I think the best people are those who don't gloat about it, you know? Well, and a lot of these uh, cases are like, they're old, like 20, 30 years old. Oh, yeah. And I think yeah. They're, bring, they're being brought up now because I think they want to show like, yeah, Hollywood's always been 
you know, there's a lot of lopsided. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of bad things in it, but there's also a lot of people who are good and you know did this for me just to show like we're not all scumbags. You know, yeah, there's I mean, a lot of good people out there. Well, heck, I mean, when uh, when Clint Eastwood was just starting out, that was back in the day when you signed contracts with studios mm-hmm. and you had to be in a certain number of films, regardless of what they were. You didn't have the option of going, and eh, no, yeah, you just were in it. And that was it. It was so, a bellhop. It's yeah. like, okay. <laughs> Did I get a gun? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not that kind of movie. Gary Oldman won for uh, Darkest Hour. He played um, Winston Churchill. I saw the film. Really good performance. The makeup guys won, too. Yeah. Yeah. He really was unrecognizable. The eyes, you could tell, was or Gary, Gary Oldman's. Yeah. But, you know, you don't want to totally cover up an actor. And I think in the beginning, they put... A lot of makeup on him and they kind of lost him mm-hmm. so they had to like you know tone it off yeah so great performance great movie you just you really realize that you know with where we're at our generation like you looking back in the world war ii era the 40s and all that you kind of think they never had problems they never had obstacles like churchill was pretty much hated mm-hmm. by everybody and he had to like earn that place to be trusted and yeah, the movie's really good at showing, like, yeah, it wasn't perfect. Like, he really had, I don't even think he wanted the job. Like, first off, he was, he wanted the job when he was a young man. Yeah. He was an old man when he when he got it, and it was pretty much, a, you know, the government was like, this current guy everyone hates, so we got to get somebody. And nobody wanted it, I think. And they're like, well, let's see if Churchill wants it. So, yeah, it, it's a really good movie, great performance. His first Oscar, which is crazy, you know, because he's, right. he's been in so many great films. Roger Deakins, uh, he won Best Cinematographer for Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. Great cinematographer this guy is. He's done Skyfall, Sicario, No Country for Old Men, and I just found this out last night. He did the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, that's an old pull from 94. That's crazy. Oh, he's amazing. I don't know if you've seen Blade Runner 2049, but just the artistic... Uh, side of it is just breathtaking you know like the story is the story's pretty good but it's a movie you can really put in just like admire the look of it it's mm-hmm. just really really cool it's out there way out there and it's beautiful so i was really happy he won and that was his first oscar i guess so i was really shocked by that yeah. not he won before but you know how they announce when they come up to the stage mm-hmm. this is his first oscar i'm like you gotta be kidding me i had no idea more nanjiani he's from the big sick mm-hmm. that movie just came out and it got some nominations as well he didn't win anything at the oscars but he did have a shout out to iowa in a way because he's from pakistan and he, yeah. and he basically the joke was you know a lot of people in hollywood can't even locate pakistan and iowa on a map yeah i forgot he i think he went to university of iowa maybe and jimmy kimmel i thought did a decent job yeah uh, i didn't he could come back again i guess i heard that uh they wanted uh, Maya Rudolph and some other person to come back and host it next year. Or something yeah, like and I don't know her name, but yeah, they were funny. They came out and presented an award. And... Did they actually want them actually to host the show? Or yeah, was... yeah, yeah. So... or do a movie or something like they they had a good chemistry. It was it was funny. Yeah, it was funny. Um, so Jimmy Kimmel could be out of a job here pretty soon. Hard to say. I don't know if they want to do a award show necessarily, but I could see them doing like a some, movie kind, some kind or of something. comedy movie together. Yeah, uh, gosh, I can't remember the other actress, but. She's really animated and funny, and she was in Girls Trip, which I still haven't seen. I heard it's really good, so that's why I'm like, I want to see the film. Girls Trip? 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw that with, with my wife a couple weeks ago. It was, actually, like it? it was actually pretty funny. Yeah, that's what I heard. So, yeah, she's from that movie. And, yeah, that was that was a highlight of the show as well. That was funny. You know, everyone's all serious, and it's always nice when I got to ask break this. I haven't seen this. I haven't asked this. Did Meryl Streep win anything? No. Okay. I think at this point, they just give her a nomination. <laughs> she doesn't even do a film. They'll probably give her a nomination you know, just for existing. I, not to say she's a bad actress. I, I, I think she's great, but... Seems like you know, every time I watched it before, she was always nominated but never won. So I was just wondering if she was, you know, if she won anything. This no, time, I so. think she's, I think she's good. <laughs> I think she gets a free seat at the Oscars. Well, Mamma Mia Two's coming out soon, so you never know. Tiffany yeah. Haddish, does hmm? that sound right? Maya Rudolph and Tiffany yes. Haddish. Yes, that's her. Yep. Okay. She. It was funny what they did. Uh, presented. I think they presented two awards, but it was really, really good. So. Uh, before we get to movies news, I just want to let everyone out there know that uh, you can find us on all social media. Listen to us on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, Spotify, and FieldofGeeks.com. So we're going to jump into movies now. MIB looks like they're going to have a reboot starting, they're going to start filming June 18th in London. It's not even 30 years old yet. They couldn't wait. <laughs> well, they had a soft the reboot ground. with three, though. In a way, yeah, yeah, because yeah, they did time travel. I didn't think three was terrible. I actually liked three better than two. I would say if you were to go in chronological order of which were the greatest movies of the the series, one obviously because mm -hmm. of one, three, two, yeah, one, three, two. Yep, we had the we had the cartoon. I don't know if you remember the cartoon. No, yeah. that was, did was, that did so much better. Pretty than, brief, was it? Wasn't it? Yeah, but you know it was like thirty minute episode a week. So you know even if it lasted a season, it still gave us all that content and. Yeah. There's a lot of cool backstory things they did with it, and it actually was it turned out to be more interesting than the future films. Like mm -hmm. I did like three; it was refreshing, especially with um, uh, Josh, Josh Brolin. Yeah, I thought he did a great he job. Stole that film. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, that was really good. Tommy Lee Jones just pretty much showed up. He just sat there. I don't. Say, I wouldn't say yeah. he showed up. I mean, he just yeah, didn't have that big of a part. I mean, Tommy Lee Jones, he can still act the hell out of movies. Oh, I know. I mean, have you seen Lincoln? That was a yeah. where he played the senator. That I was just he yeah. was in that. Yeah. yeah, that was a hell of a movie. He's I, was I, he was movie imposing. Was long. Yeah, he was, well, yeah, it was a long movie. Yeah, as long as the uh, Civil War was. <laughs> oh man, it was good though. It was good. Um, he didn't like phone it in necessarily, but yeah, he didn't have much to do. I get that. You know, some of these older actors they kind of phone it in. I you know, and that kind of annoys me. But um, yeah, he was in there briefly. He didn't really do much, but you know. Given his age and stuff, it's not like he can just run around with Will Smith and take yeah. on everybody. But like he did back in the late nineties. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, MIB One was probably the the high point. You know, what was the movie that he Tommy Lee Jones was in where he had to like be a police officer to a whole bunch of cheerleaders? Oh, um, Man of the House. Man of the House. That was a good like movie. movie. That was a great movie. Where's your happy face? This is my happy face. This is my happy face. <laughs> <laughs> Because all the, world, the, best all the, the girls movie. were, like, wearing really skimpy outfits and yeah. all that stuff, so he buys, like, an industrial-sized air conditioner and just makes it cold <laughs> as hell. <laughs> that was a good movie, yeah. That was a great movie. That was a good movie. Yeah. Um, Fugitive, U.S. Marshals was pretty good. Yeah. Space Cowboys was another great one. That was good. He did Cole Miner's Daughter with uh, oh, Space was... back, in, back in, what, the 70s? Oh, did he? Was it back in the late 70s? I think late 70s, early 80s, yeah. something like that. Yeah, that's... I think that might have been when he first um, came to, you know, be a star. Right. Um, Under Siege. Mm-hmm. Good villain in that. 
Yeah, he's been around um, Batman Forever. He had a you know he had a pet Two Face. Two Face. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I think he uh, he read the Jack Nicholson playbook too much on that. One. Yeah, <laughs> I'm over the top. <laughs> <laughs> he's done some good stuff. Uh, U.S. Oh, Marshals yeah. Marshall is one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Do you like it over the Fugitive? Um, yeah, I like that team. You know, yeah. I wish they could have done more. And he had Robert Downey Jr. in that right. one, so. But yeah, I don't know if uh, you know it's still up in the air if this is a reboot or kind of a re refresh, however they call mm-hmm. it now, rehash. Um, you know, they had the idea of crossing them over with the Twenty One Jump Street films, which no. is stupid. Yeah, I know, right? Well, so I'll take this over that. That's yeah, for sure. Dear Lord, no. There's talks that Chris Hemsworth may join the film, which I think would be great. Like he's got really good comedic uh, timing. He does. He was the highlight of the new Ghostbusters movie. Yeah, he was. I, I <laughs> that's that's that. it, though. That, that's it. I yeah. still have not seen that movie just because I don't want it to seen it. ruin the original. I saw it the first time, and I, I well, I fell asleep. Ooh, and that bad. I, I enjoyed the music, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it was pointless to reboot, you know? It could have just been an easy continuation hand down to the girls. You know, they discover the technology. Like, it's so much more interesting if they... Yeah. It's like Jurassic World was, you know, mm-hmm. you go find the old Jeeps and everything like that. Like, you lose that connection when you don't, you know, uh, relate to past or whatever. That's a movie I still scratch my head on, on how it became so big so quick. Because, I mean, it's it's good, but I wouldn't say it's amazing to the point where it made all that money. It's I the, mean... It's a nostalgia factor, you know? It is. I think it's a nostalgia it factor. It's an overload. And yeah. I'm glad they had B.D. Wong come in there and do The Doctor again and, and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think, uh, what is it, the next one that they're coming out with is going to have... Uh, um, Goldblum. He's Goldblum there. back yeah. in there. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not anxious to see it from what i've no seen, but it's I, gonna make a hundred like a ton of money it might not though last transformers movie uh not the one before last night made a billion just like world did Jurassic and they're making world. another one well the but the latest transformers bombed it, huge it was a big drop off of what they you know got previously so who knows it you know i hope it makes money because they, they do plan to make a third one and it would be nice if they could complete a trilogy yeah. for once. I mean, they kind of did the... Chris Pratt was... I think Chris Pratt did a great job, though. I still think. And and people well, can and you wanted to be get mad at me. Too, yeah. His career. And, and people can be mad at me for this. I still think Chris Pratt could take over the Indiana Jones. I, I accept it. Why can't Indy go into a Fountain of Youth, come out Chris Pratt? <laughs> no, just be another brother that he... Like a... Maybe not a brother, but just like another kid that he didn't know he had. And he's got... He looks the part i mean physically he could put on that you know that fedora and all that stuff and i think it would i think it would be perfect or even go you know way back to maybe when he was a teenager growing up that that young indiana jones that we Mm -hmm. got as a tv show right but that's i shoot i think they could just treat it like a bond you know he just resumes the character and is on a mission you don't really have to address anything yeah. it would be fun to go back to the mm-hmm. the 30s or 40s or whatever and yeah i think that's kind of like the high point of that character you know because we got the 50s and some of it was interesting but given you know the the distance between both of them you know and all that um that uh didn't work out too well so yeah. we'll see this, they're making a new one so right but yeah um if chris hemsworth joins i, I could see that being interesting um their, their goal is to have this film out 
June 14th, 2019. You know, they recently had the success of Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, which was a... Have you guys seen that yet? Yeah. Have you? Jumanji? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is it good? Yeah. I, actually, I liked it way more than I liked the original. Really? Yeah. And I had way low expectations going to see this movie. Yeah. But I took my son, and it was pretty... It was pretty funny. Well, that's the beauty of it. It's not really a reboot. Yeah. It's just kind of like a continuation, but it's also its own film. They do have uh, homages to the first film mm-hmm. here and there, but other than that, it's its own film. So if you weren't a fan of the original, then you'll have a good time. And if you were a fan of the original, I think you'd have a good time. So yeah, it's really I good. I like the original. Um, it's good. I mean, The Rock doesn't really do a bad movie. Not really. No. And... Um, well, yeah, because he's in everything. Well, we'll see. Uh, skyscraper, <laughs> that might be a challenge. I don't yeah. know. Somebody he actually posted that. That was funny. <laughs> I saw that before, but that was... Uh, Somebody us. actually posted like the actual uh, flight patterns that he would take <laughs> in the air, and there was no physical pro- possibility that he could land in the window that he was supposed to. He was either supposed to like jump off and then just smash down into the ground, <laughs> go a little far out, and then smash down. There's just... The angles of uh, trajectory were off to the edge of the window. No, in no in no shape or form. Maybe the <laughs> third floor, at best, but no way he could jettison that far out. You know what we're talking about? <laughs> the image where the big image they have now is he's jumping from a crane, I think, yeah. to a broken window and a skyscraper. And they did like the pattern of you know they did a flight pattern, the the trajectory using body As mass, ascends, and weight, you know, and all that stuff. He would totally miss the target. Like, the arc of where he would yeah. hit his highest point wouldn't even make it halfway to the point where he needed to land in the skyscraper. That guy got fired. Just oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Draw a line. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Unless his uh, leg's got a rocket in it. <laughs> Jesus, that'd be terrible. <laughs> the rock starring I'm Iron in, Man. Inspector Gadget. That would be hilarious. <laughs> God. I don't know. You know, that does look better than um, the movie he did with the... Uh, it wasn't a hurricane, was it? What the hell did he do with it? Oh, the natural disaster movie? Yeah, the rescue. Uh, he was in a rescue helicopter. San, oh, San Andreas. San Andreas. This yeah. actually looks more interesting. This got like a diehard... Yeah. Sadly, a diehard remake to it, and I, I don't want that, but I kind of like the premise. It's I'll probably like, go see it. I mean, Baywatch, even though it got panned by critics, I think still was a funny movie. Yeah, I, yeah it was... Never saw it. I, I liked it. Yeah, I rented it. So. I mean, David Hasselhoff was in it, and Pamela Anderson. I mean, yeah, the two big players of the original. And can't go wrong with that. Probably no, eighty years old. And Alexandria Daddario, or whatever her name is. I like the dorky kid trying to join the team. Yes, and, yeah, yeah, he got the girl. That was cool. Spoiler. Uh, I was kind of hoping that that was going to do well, and they'd make a second one because I thought the casting was great, and Zac Efron was hilarious. It was like over the top and. Like, people would explode, and <laughs> The Rock would throw, like, body parts at Zack. But Baywatch was never a serious TV no, show. No, it wasn't. It yeah. wasn't. You remember Baywatch Nights? Oh, yeah. The the more after-dark feature it's of terrible. Baywatch. I never saw an episode. I just remember hearing about first, it. It was good at first, because it was, like, yeah. a P.I. thing. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then it became X-Files, like, I'm like, no. Oh, no. like, there were... Oh, yeah, like, aliens and stuff. What? No, it was stupid, but... The only good sci-fi show that ever came out in, like, the early 80s was V... Yeah, I never saw that. It came out like 70s to 81, and then for a short period of time when I was still alive, or when I was just born. Um, You're dead. I know. <laughs> was <laughs> was V. And I, I love that show. And I, I watched an episode on YouTube because I found it horrible now. Yeah. It doesn't hold. 
Right. But God, it was great. Your back brain then. didn't develop yet. Yeah, no, I was just mesmerized <laughs> by the fact that they could open their body cavity and a little <laughs> reptilian alien came out and. Well, they had the remake a couple years back on ABC, but you probably couldn't get it because your signal. <laughs> no, that's when I had uh, DirecTV. That's oh, before okay. I, yeah. I ditched the dish. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, we'll see about this MIB thing. I, I don't know. I, I hope they can breathe a new light and you know life into it, and it could maybe have a good string of films instead of just like a drop off from the first one. <laughs> Only time will tell. We'll see. Yeah, that's true. Star Wars, Billy, take it away, man. I know you're excited about this. No. No, not really. Okay. Um, <laughs> Star Wars The Last Jedi is coming out soon. So um, whenever that happens, they usually start teasing deleted scenes online. And Will this be the very last one? No. no. You guys see the movie, you understand? No, I don't. You will. You'll see it. I'll just hear it from you. Okay. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Yeah. You know. Well, spoilers, Captain Phasma. Well, I don't know if she really died in what we saw well, I mean, she fell pretty far down a hole. True, into flames. Yeah. But it's Star Wars. They could come back. She'd come back as a robot or something, you know. I think it would be awesome if they both came back. Harrison I like Ford and her. Yeah, that'd be it. Well, him would be a stretch. I thought for sure they could. Uh... I thought for sure he was coming back. Well, you know, Abrams wrote a treatment for Last Jedi. It probably wasn't called that at the time, but Ryan Johnson came in and rewrote everything. But it's because they were like, well, every director should have a flavor mm-hmm. for, you know, what they want to do. So there was going to be probably more satisfying developments, I, I would imagine, for Luke and everybody. I, I still liked what we got, but this uh, Captain Phasma scene, this deleted scene, we, me and Mitch got mm-hmm. to see it, and I actually thought it was better. We got more, got more out of her, more dialogue. You know, like her mask was broken, and she was yeah. going back and forth, and basically. And you got to see that she was also struggling with the fact that she was working for a company that was, you know, maybe not so on the up and up. Well, and Finn ratted her out in front of her yeah. troopers, and they turned on her. And she... Which now makes sense as to why they were all dead laying next to her after the cutscene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was cool. It showed her take them out. And, yeah. And then, uh, yeah. I'm not so so much a fan of how they did the shots for it, because it was just like gunslinging. That could have been the reason pew, why they pew, cut pew, it. Pew, pew, pew. Right. Yeah. But then when she charges at him and he blows her away yeah she just kind of goes off to the distance now he like, she had the trajectory to fall into the hole yeah. they got that right yeah but they can't fix the rock our scientific team uh studied it <laughs> yeah. drew the lines and it worked out just fine so they should have kept it in that would have been cool but yeah i get some of the they probably took it out because it's the way it was shot i imagine i don't know oh um, probably the other version is not terrible um, no what well, his line is more prominent in the one mm. we got you know rebel scum you know i, I like that um john favreau you want to talk about this yeah I, I i just touched on it briefly i'm not sure because i know that there's been talk about another trilogy after this trilogy being done um but i believe uh john favreau will be doing the last of this trilogy is that correct well actually um i think or ryan did i Johnson, read that wrong ryan johnson's gonna do his own trilogy okay separate characters which they're saying the the kids at the end mm-hmm. may have been uh, kind of a tease for what he's going to do. Uh, Favreau is going to executive produce and write a live action series for the uh, Disney direct to consumer platform. I think oh, it's okay. their streaming service. Okay. So yeah, he's he's gonna. It, I don't know if it'll be a trilogy or like a show. Um, but boy, what a guy to have him kickstarted. I mean, he yeah. kickstarted Marvel. Yeah. So. Yeah, like it or not, you know, because some people are like, well, you know, um, they took pray, Iron they Man, which is like a D level character, and oh yeah, Iron made Man's him into an A lister. Yeah, yeah. Um, were you a fan of Iron Man first one? No, no, no. What's your favorite Marvel hero right now? 
Hulk. Do you have one? Hulk? Yeah. yeah. I feel like he's been underutilized. Like, they've yeah. tried two attempts at it. Well, have you, have you seen Thor Ragnarok, though? Not yet. I'm watching that tonight, actually. Watch that, and then we'll talk. Okay. Yeah. Because they actually do more with him than do ever. They? It's crazy. It's awesome. Whatever happened to them making an actual Hulk movie, or is that not going to happen now? It's it's complicated. The... <laughs> It, no, it actually is. It's, it's like a Facebook relationship. It's complicated. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. No, you know, when they sold these rights in the past to all these studios, you know, Marvel was kind of desperate because they're going bankrupt. So all these rights got, you know, spread out. Basically, if Marvel Studios teams up with Universal, they can make a solo Hulk film. But right now, they need Universal to make that film because Universal owns the rights for a feature on the Hulk itself. But isn't Universal and Disney, if you go to Florida, I mean, you can buy packages where you can, so aren't they like the same company? Uh, I think they're still separate. Oh. Uh, the package deals might be like a third party. For parts. Putting out again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, in the beginning, when they, Marvel Studios was, it wasn't owned by Disney then. Yeah. So, you had like Paramount putting these movies out. Right. And that changed. So, with the Hulk, you had Universal Studios. So, yeah, that's why that's not happening now. But what they're doing to kind of counteract that problem, because, you know, Marvel Studios, mm-hmm. I mean, they made deals with Sony for Spider-Man, but that's more important because Spider-Man is more of a bigger character, I guess, for its own movie. You know, I, you know, there's more yeah. money that can be made. Right, right. Hulk's more like a, right now, you know, a side character is probably best. They're setting up arcs for him, though. and he's They need to, and they need to do Planet Hulk. Well, if you see Thor Ragnarok, I think they borrow a lot of elements of Planet Hulk. Okay. That might be as close as we get, maybe. But, you know, who knows after Infinity War, everything's going to be... And I think I think with anything, around. though, I don't think you need to go through the whole, you know, rebranding, you know, process of this. We've already got a, a great actor, Mark Ruffalo, doing Hulk. Mm-hmm. We already know his backstory. It's been done twice. Sure. Just like Spider-Man, how many times can you kill Uncle Ben? We don't need to see him. <laughs> Uncle Ben. Yeah, I know. He gets picked on. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I live? <laughs> yeah, we don't need to see that process. I think if we just pick up right in the middle of something with the Hulk, we'd be fine. Well, mm-hmm. well the Incredible Hulk did a good job of that. They kind of retold the origin. You know, they didn't make it just like yeah. the first film. With Edward Norton, you mean? Yeah. I so wish they would have brought him. I mean, I like Mark Ruffalo, but yeah. I, I so wish that they were able to bring... They just, he back. wasn't, I guess, the best person to work with because he also wrote some stuff for that movie. So I think, you know, he likes to be in the creative process. Right. And, of course, going up against Marvel, yeah. it's like, no, we are the creators here. Back off. And he probably wouldn't take that too good. So I see why. You know, at first I was bummed. But, yeah, Ruffalo's been pretty pretty good Ruffalo's guy. Got, he has kind of the Bill Bixby, uh, yeah. uh, like, modern Bill Bixby type you know, right. attitude. So. yeah. I and I like you know I think the best Hulk origin I think it's from the comics I know I've seen it like maybe in a movie or so but it was like a a gamma bomb that went off mm-hmm. it was like a test site and he was stuck out there and that's how he absorbed everything but, oh okay. you know Incredible Hulk borrowed from the TV show with him in the seat and getting the, the, getting the gamma, gamma rays, rays kind of yeah. like not as um, fascinating or right. <laughs> you know cool as an explosion would be because he just simply scanned gamma rays into, into his, his eyes. eyes. <laughs> But yeah, the the Hulk movie, you know, he just like grabbed onto something and remember he was in that, he kind of got the same effect of a, a bomb, I guess. Yeah. It was weird. That movie was so artsy, fartsy. It was, uh... Parts of the, parts of Hulk mm-hmm. were, were okay, but I, they would, they go a little over the top when it came to well, the, the, the CGI. The special effects. The special effects were a bit, a little a bit, bit green pulled. giant. And yeah. 
I didn't like how big he could get. Like, yeah. Like, what the hell? Yeah. How can he fight anybody? <laughs> he just stomp on the whole army. Here. Yeah. yeah. I liked how he threw helicopters and they explode and then the guys make it out of the helicopter and they're okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay. No one dies. Okay. <laughs> this is a rated G film. Yeah. No one dies in this. Even though it's not. <laughs> He's fighting giant poodles. And Nick Nolte. <laughs> Nick Nolte. I'm your father. Uh yeah, so Favreau, you know, he's directed Iron Man one and two, Jungle Book, and currently the live action Lion King. So uh, I think uh, his name was also floated around first time they were doing like Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. I think he might have turned it down. I think a lot of people did not want to take up that mantle and what Abrams a hell did, of a thing thankfully. to do. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like oh no pressure, you know. Yeah, just get it right. Uh, Shazam, we got uh, actually you know on site photographs. Still no. WB official image yeah. of the, the costume. So these photographs pretty much show us the whole costume. They're filming currently. Uh, costume is designed by Lee Butler. I thought this was kind of odd. She's done costume design for Annabelle Creation and Paranormal Activity. It's like she's never really done a superhero costume. So Hey, you got you to expand your you know resume there a little bit. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's getting some good and some bad reaction. I think it's getting more good now. Uh you guys want to take it away? What do you guys think about the suit? Oh. Well, looking at it, it looks kind of cheap. It kind of reminds me of the original uh, Power Rangers type type thing. Lord Zed. Lord Zed, or whatever you want to call it. It's just it, For me, just looking at it, it looks kind of cheesy. Now, when you put it in the movie and they get all the effects going and all the, you know, whatever else... It they put look, a filter over it. Yeah, I think it I'm sure it'll look better. a little bit better. But just looking at it, just in a regular picture, that just looks kind of eh. But if you you know you look at the old, you know the Batman Superman, you know costumes, they look pretty good no matter on screen or mm-hmm. off screen. Right. But this one here just looks just looks too. It's very loud and colorful. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's their way of like you know we can we can tone things down easier than you know, have to bring them out more. You know, if the suit was too dark filming, then in post, they're like, we got to focus on this one guy to bring mm-hmm. the suit, you know, make it lighter or whatever. So who knows? I think I have faith in the post uh, process. It'll, you know, it'll all work and we'll, out. Yeah, we'll see. And this is only the beginning. So we'll, we'll, we'll It's see. got a lot of detail, though. Yeah. yeah I got to give it that, you know, yeah. like the fabric. Uh, it's got a lot of lines in it. Yeah, it's puffy. Um, it feels like, well, and I was saying this before we started the show, it feels like they just went to like... Um, <laughs> That Halloween shop that pops up, you yeah. know, randomly during Halloween, and some kid went and bought a puffy suit so they could look like they have muscles. And I, it's weird because you can see it; it's supposed to resemble muscles, and and Shazam's a muscly dude, but then you see this scrawny body popping out the head and the, you know, the <laughs> neck. You're like, I don't know how this is gonna work. I think he's bulked up. Like he's never. I don't think he was really like. I mean, I know when Chuck, he was a skinny guy. Zachary Levi, we're talking about. Um, but I think he bulked up a little bit. Yeah, the padding's a little too much, I think, especially the like, upper arm. It's overkill. But I think the idea is like, you know, he's never going to have a shirt off because he goes away when he's not Shazam. Yeah. You know, it's the kid. So that might be their way around it. I don't know. I like to think that he did bulk up and he actually has something underneath there. But, you know, we're not going to have that scene like we do with uh, Henry Cavill fighting the whole Justice League shirtless. Yeah. Which was nice. No. Whoa. (laughs) Hey, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That dude. No, I admire that, though. That's like a Greek god. Like, dude, what the 
Yeah, he How got. Are you on? He got yeah. built. Quit digging a hole. Uh, Quit digging yourself a hole. I'm not digging a hole. <laughs> Billy, I know you're attracted to him too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah he is. He got his poster up on his wall, like a Farrah Fawcett <laughs> poster. Uh, yeah, so yeah, a lot of people complained. Uh, even on our Facebook page, we got a nice uh, response. Um, and we welcome all responses. Oh, of course we do. Of course we do. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. You know, I think a lot of people are tired of DC's. Uh, They're batting one for six now. Yeah, you know, I've, I, I think was a response. <laughs> I mean, yeah. of all the leaks that could happen, why not we just get a picture of the suit itself? I mean, this this could really ruin a lot of reactions until we see a live action cut of it. Well, if WB would post like an official image and yeah. actually, you know, add stuff to it that they intend it to be in the end process, you know, like tone down the suit maybe. Someone did this great filter. I couldn't find it to show you guys, but they did a side-by-side. And they basically put this really cool filter on it. And it made a suit more like a maroon. Like, it it matched the Batman-Superman suits better. Mm-hmm. The, yellow, or yeah, the yellow lightning um, bolt was white. Mm-hmm. But it looked good either way. Uh, it's very close to the comics. I mean, I can say the suit's like right out of the comics, honestly. Um, they did a good job keeping it true to the comics, though. And yeah. and what if this is just something like as a joke that they did to say, okay, now you're protected against, you know, this is body armor, Shazam sure. or something. I don't know. Well, someone put a nice meme out there. It's like every, all these costumes look stupid when they're filming. Right. Like, the Spider-Man costume looks dumb. Iron Man, uh, well, Iron, Man, Iron Man's not even there. That's put in post. They wear these tight suits with the dots the, all over yeah, them. Yeah. Even uh, Black Panther. Oh had, yeah, there's portions of his suit that's got dots all over it because mm-hmm. you just can't move with that material and do all those things. So everything looks stupid, and you know, as you're filming. But yeah, post can do so much, and I think that's going to fix a lot of people's doubts. Right. Of course, um, Shazam is played by Zachary Levi. He was in Chuck and Thor: The Dark World. Mark Strong is playing the villain in this film. Uh, Doctor Thaddeus Sylvia. That's um, going to be amazing. Mark Strong. Is awesome. He's a great actor. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you seen him in the uh, the Knightsman? Kingsman. Kingsman. Yeah. Yes. Yep. The second one. Yep. I that did. was a sad ending. I know. Dang it. I'll bring it back as a robot. I hope Spoiler. so. <laughs> I hope they have a Kingsman three. That was a the they second are. one. I was laughing the entire time. Oh, you liked it? Oh, I loved it. I liked it better the second and third time I saw it. Uh, first time was kind of like the first one just has a. Just had everything going for it, you know. I don't know. It was kind of like you didn't expect it to be so good, and it breaks all the rules of what a comic book, you know, yeah, should be. And it, it goes to places that you're like squeamish, right? And it's yet hilarious. Yeah, Mark Strong's a villain. He'll bring it. He's a great villain. Mm-hmm. He was uh, Sinestro and Green Lantern. Probably villain. the best thing about that movie. Yep, <laughs> best thing to bring back if you're going to. Yeah, uh, Shazam releases April fifth, twenty nineteen. And speaking of Green Lantern, crazy talk going around right now. Uh, DC, they're maybe considering Christopher uh, McQuarrie to direct Green Lantern's Corp. Ooh. So the interesting thing they brought up about that is uh, McQuarrie and Tom Cruise have a good team dynamic. They've done the last two Mission Impossible films, and they did Jack Reacher. I don't oh, think he did the second Jack Reacher. Don't put him in there. Snooze fest. Yeah, I'm getting there. So the thought is, I mean, it's not like guaranteed or whatever, but Cruz may play Hal Jordan 
for uh, McQuarrie's Green Lantern film. Yeah. So what are your thoughts? I saw a picture of that, I think it was yesterday, and I my jaw just kind of dropped because that was, I, I don't know, I... I'm not sure. I haven't. I, don't, I haven't seen Cruz really in a superhero-ish type movie, and I, I, I don't know. It, it, you never know. It, it could, it could pan out just fine. But I, I I'm kind of on the border with that. One. What if it was Cruz from ten, twenty years ago? Is Better it the chance. Age? Yeah, is it the age? No, no, no. I mean, we saw him do the Mummy, and they phoned that that performance in. Well, I think that movie got ruined because he, you know, he entered it. And they bulked up the character. Now, if he was the mummy, mm-hmm. that would be that'd be better. But that wasn't the case. He kind of yeah. outshined the mummy, or attempted to anyway. But it's one of those things that I'm just kind of really iffy about. I it, I guess you could say probably age. Maybe um, I figured that some of the other rumors that are having with you know with the whole uh, Green Lantern character, um, whether it was going to be uh, Idris Elba or if it was going to be. Um, I think Tyrese was one of them that was going to be oh, yeah. I'll a, take, a possibility. Well, that was for Jon Stewart. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right, right. Right. And but then, the Green Lantern. Um, I think or, if you're going to go the Jon Stewart route, get Andrew Selva. Yeah, I think he'd be good. Um, I don't know if I don't know if Jon Stewart and Hal Jordan are the same age. In this case, if they cast Cruz, they would be. So right. I don't know. So, um, you never know. It, 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 you never know until, until it's done. But... Like I said, right now I have low expectations on it. Right now, yeah. So, yeah, I I think he's too big for the part as well. Even if he was still young, but he's in his like mid fifties almost. It's like Hal Jordan should be kind of a a young up and comer, hot shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think he doesn't have the hairline for it. (laughs) That's my problem. He can get the hairline for it. No, don't put in a fake hairline. (laughs) They need to find a new guy that. And and maybe not. I mean, Chris Pine. Well, he did. He was Steve Trevor. I get that. Kind of, unless they're like distant relatives. I think Army Hammer would be a shoe in. Think so? Yes, he played the Lone Ranger. Like he's got he's got the height, the built. Like he could be. And they also have teased this before. Um, I think if you know everything was a massive success for WB, he would have been cast for sure as Green Lantern by now because him and Cavill. They worked on Man from Uncle, mm-hmm. and they have a. I think they're pretty friendly with each other. And on Twitter, they were going back and forth and teasing about some job that you know he may accept for Warner Brothers, something like that. It's very vague, but yeah, it's it's there. So. That stuff's all died down. I mean, we're still what twenty twenty is when that's coming out. We're still a little while away, two years. I mean, that's even if uh, everything goes well, because you know how it has, how it goes with WB. They'll they'll have a movie slate, but if their current film flops. Then that movie slate gets changed up well, a lot. They can't even get Flashpoint nailed down yet. They, I mean, they got the directors finally. Right, right. It's 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 getting there. Uh, they just need to just get out of the director's way. Let them have. And please let range. Thomas Jane be the Thomas Jane that was in the Ben Affleck Batman version. Oh, uh, uh, you talking about Jeffrey Dean Morgan? Yes. Oh, Thomas Wayne. He yeah, so yeah, yeah, needs yeah. to be. Yeah, and they need to bring that in. In Flashpoint, you're talking yeah. about. Oh, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And I know you, you can't do Flashpoint without that, because that's the big storyline. That's a big part of Flashpoint, oh, yeah. because can't. he helps the Flash get back to his abilities. Mm-hmm. 
you know, right. and I know Jeffrey Dean Morgan said he's all for it. Of course, he could he could do it. Um, and then why not bring um, what was her name that that did a brief Martha Martha Wayne? Oh, Lauren. Yeah, Lauren Conrad. Yeah, that might be it. Yeah, yeah both of them. She'd are be excellent dead. as a Joker. I mean, her smile and all that stuff is really bright and wide, and she has that ability on on uh, the Walking Dead to just go nuts when you know things happen and she's got a wide range of acting ability i think it would be great i think they were cast for a reason i think flashpoint was always in the back of maybe snyder's mind yeah and now snyder could do flashpoint i don't even think he's gonna be... no he's out I, obviously he's out but if there was ever a movie that i would like 100 percent be on board with mm-hmm. that would be it because yeah. he did so well with the watchman that i that Flashpoint has that very similar feel to it. Yeah. Like just a disjunct um, alternative reality. Sure. Kind of sense. Yeah. He's already worked with Jeffrey Dean Morgan, so he knows, you know, how he how to work with him and stuff. And yeah. I'm a big fan of the Flashpoint story, and that's something they really need to get right. The, the comic book movie was great. It was. It was. That's the only thing I've seen. I haven't yeah. seen the comic book, but I just like the ideas. Like Thomas Wayne Batman. Never cyborg's still there. I mean, yeah, and he's a different type of cyborg. Yeah, he's working for the United States now. And Superman, he was a scrawny dude. Well, because they just kept him out of the sun. And yeah, and they just did tests on him, and then yeah, that was nuts. I think he landed in Russia, or no, I think he landed in Metropolis instead, something like that. He didn't land in. And so Small the question Hill. then remains: Would you have Henry Henry Cavill still play him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they, they could make that happen because, you know, when he got hit by the nuke in BBS, yeah. he was a scrawny dude coming back to life. Yeah. Know? Yeah, he was all, like, dry and yeah. nasty looking. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of gross. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the whole cast is perfect. Just, um, just use them before they get too damn old for these parts or too yeah. tired to play these parts, you know, because... They want their own careers. And Aquaman and, and Wonder Woman and all that stuff. Yeah. So You'd have to bring all these people in. Right. So I, I do like the I do like uh McCreary as a director. I think he's a great, talented director. I hope this Cruise thing isn't true. I can see Cruise being like a different character in the film, but still I think that would hurt the film like the mummy you know, was affected. He's just too big of a star to just put in a you know, I don't know. Maybe he could be Hal Jordan's father. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know want either. him to be Hal Jordan. But from what I read about the the Green Lantern um, Corp, is it's it's like a buddy cop film. It's like Lethal Weapon, but they're space people, and you know I think him and John Stewart play off each other. And maybe there's a third Lantern. Not sure which one. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I hope this doesn't. Uh, but you know, given WB's and DC's track record. Uh, Anything's possible. True, true. They panic. That's definitely going to probably happen because they're like, yeah. "We got to get a big star in there," which is just ridiculous. But yeah, stay tuned for that if we ever get that movie again. You know, I did read something that maybe Reynolds wasn't entirely out of possibly returning, but given his Deadpool schedule and all that, even if he, you know, even if they wanted him back, I don't think he could come back. So yeah, stick with Deadpool. So I, haven't, I, I haven't seen Deadpool, but stick with it. <laughs> you haven't seen Deadpool? No, I haven't saw the preview last night. You need to see it, but don't don't watch it around kids. I seen the preview last night to the to the sequel with you know because he has cable in it. Yeah, and it was. I just looked. I'm like, yeah. I, well, I, I still can't even get to watch the first one. <laughs> I don't want to like bum people out. 
I haven't read too much into it, and it could just all be BS, but some people are saying, like, Deadpool 2 is a mess. They had some test screenings. I'm afraid, like, that first one was probably the, the lightning in the bottle, and, you That's know, yeah. you couldn't really do better than that. I don't know. It's... That character is just complex, you know. It's, just, it's a whole balancing tell. act. It's yeah. it's crazy, but I don't know if you guys are supernatural fans. The show's been on for like eleven, twelve years. It's pretty entertaining. Have you ever heard of it? Oh yeah, I've heard of it. I've I've watched a few episodes here and there, like early on, but I haven't seen it. It's a good show. Then. It's a good show. I don't know all the characters, but it's always something I'll pick up on once in a while, and I actually have a good time watching it. They're doing a Scooby Doo crossover. <laughs> I heard about that. Not cool. <laughs> So, Sam and Dean are the main characters in this film. I guess they get a, uh, as a uh, payment, whatever, it's a gift. They save some dude's life or something, and he gives them a TV. Supposedly this TV's, I'm, from what I'm reading into, it's like a magical TV. They watch uh, a 1970s episode of Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? It's called A Night of Fright is No Delight, and they get sucked into the cartoon. And, yeah... They're not the only new additions to the cartoon. Uh, there's actually a supernatural level monster in it. So it's not a dude in a mask. So it's like the worlds have t- truly collided. And uh, that'd be interesting to see. I've seen some stills. It's pretty, it's pretty neat. I thought it was going to be like a, you know, like a direct video release. Mm-hmm. Like they've done with um, some of these other Batman movies, right. you know, like the uh, Adam West return of the Cape Crusaders. Right. And they probably will get that too, but it's, it sounds like it's an actual episode of the show. It's going to air March 29th at 8 p.m. Cent- or Eastern Time, I believe, on the CW. So I think that's, I might have to check that one out. I think that'd be I, really I cool. I could see that being really um, a high turnout, you know, to watch. Maybe they could do more. Other shows could do more. I don't know. I don't know. It's always fun to get sucked into something. And it kind of reminds me of uh, the old uh, uh, Fat Albert movie. Oh, right, 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 right. It's kind of like the magical TV, yeah. and they all come out of the TV to... I hope it has a laugh track, the <laughs> Scooby-Doo one. I hope it has a laugh track. You know, I think the original had a laugh track. Could be wrong. There's been so many different Scooby-Doo. This show's going to be called Scooby Natural. Scooby Natural. So. I'm going to tune in for that. I think that'd be pretty damn cool. I'd like to talk about it on the show if we can all check it out. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you guys ever seen this show? I have not seen the show. It's on the first again. Episode. It's on ABC. It's on ABC yeah, so. yep. we're we're in the same boat. Yeah, <laughs> this is it's basically the the continuing adventures of Agent Coulson. How this how this show is maintained is beyond me. I don't know. I, well, uh, it, it doesn't spark much interest to me. It took a couple seasons to finally get into, you know, the greatness that it mm-hmm. is now. But the viewers are dropping off. Yeah, it's probably because. So much on. It's hard to keep up with everything. It's averaging 3.6 million viewers right now. Is it a Friday show? It is now. This season, yeah. it's a Friday show. Last year... Yeah, that means it's on its way up. <laughs> yeah. Last year, it moved from 8 Central, I think, to 9. So they were able to make it a little darker. They introduced the Ghost Rider. Not, that... not the cage one. The right, other, the other one with, with the, the car. car. It was actually really good. The special effects were good. Yeah. I was really surprised. And it was like a nice blood splatter you know in the first episodes you're like you're like oh yeah this is definitely darker than before <laughs> they actually have an interesting way of how they do their seasons they have all these arcs and yeah they work up to the arcs those pay off then they have an overall arc to them so this basically the season five right now is going to be written like a series finale 
in case it doesn't get renewed. So it's going to be makes sense. Complete. Yeah. There's current story, but it's also going to have possibilities to continue on. Now, and, why haven't we gotten him back into the Avengers series? Well, it's it's again, it's Marvel TV and Marvel Studios. They're they're oh, different. Gotcha. So they, I think, in the beginning, they were kind of like trying to have a link, and yeah. then they kind of just severed it because Kevin Feige didn't get along with uh, Ike Perlmutter, mm. so that, that broke the tie, tied right there, and uh, Joss Whedon didn't want Coulson to come back, like he considered him dead, but of course, you know, Whedon, <laughs> not everyone's a big fan of Whedon anymore, really, so... Yeah, he could do no wrong in the very beginning. Oh my and, gosh, yeah. Then Age of Ultron came out, and... Well, it's also recently <laughs> with uh, some of... His personal yeah. stuff, but yeah, he he's not doing Batgirl anymore. We, no. we talked about that a couple episodes ago. Looks like it could be the end, but at least it'll be a complete story. It won't be like yeah. Lois and Clark. What, what season was that? It, it ended after season four, Yeah, and uh, they had brought in uh, the baby. It's supposed to be, uh, I read a story on it actually recently, and it's supposed to be a Kryptonian baby that they... You know that showed up to, in, in their living room, and they're supposed to raise it. You know because it's going to have powers like Superman, blah blah blah. And you know, obviously they just ended it with the baby in the living room, and that was that. <laughs> but I read an article that Dean Cain and Terry Hatcher wanted to have a fifth season to kind of end, to bring that portion to an end, and basically you know make maybe make the fifth season the the ending of of everything. Mm-hmm. But you know, of course. You know, Dean Cain and Terry Hatcher have you know have aged a bit, so it'd be kind of hard to to do that. And then the guy that played uh, Perry White is dead, mm-hmm. and then uh, everybody else has pretty much gone on to do other things or could do or, a comic or, book or probably too old yeah. to do that. And they did a Smallville <clears throat> season. It would have been season eleven comic. comic yeah, it would have been a comic because they had uh, they brought Superman in it. It was supposed to be you know Superman being himself mm-hmm. since they ended Smallville with kind of a disastrous kind of showing of uh, <laughs> yeah. the suit, but I know that Brandon, or not Brandon Routh, sorry. It's like a Tom Welling, like, yeah. Tom <laughs> Welling didn't, uh, they said from the beginning that they had no intention of putting the suit on anyway. Mm-hmm. So it was just, all it was was just CGI'd on there. <laughs> yeah. So, and they wanted to be, they wanted it to be Clark Kent becoming, you know, Superman, but not making Superman the, sure. the, the, the whole, the whole thing. Right. But then they, they brought Superman to small and to Supergirl and now that's all they wanted Superman because you know he was the highlight of the show. Of course. So, <laughs> so yeah, we'll see if Agents Shield, uh, you know, maybe finally the movies can acknowledge these characters, at least Agent Coulson, and we can get Clark Gregg back onto the the big features. They they say um, comic news. I found this last night. Batman White Knight issue number six, uh, the Batmobile. I guess that's what's titled. This um, White Knight series is basically the GTO, a Gotham terrorist oppression unit, going after Batman. They're tired of all the, you know, catastrophes and destruction his crime fighting causes. So they're trying to take him down. And of course, it's very hard to take down Batman. Dick Grayson has a great idea. He works for the GTO and he suggests them stealing the 89 Batmobile. It doesn't have any computers in it, actually, and it has the strength to go up against Batman. So you get this cool image of the 89 Batmobile speeding up yeah. next to the this new Batmobile, which looks pretty badass. The, right, right. The new one. Like, man, why couldn't they put that in a movie? Like, I like that better than what we get. 
but it's really cool to see they're you know using the 89 batmobile again it exists and you know just having fun with all the old toys and i guess they really get to have fun with you know they show it in all its glory in this comic so i might pick it up god it looks like a version of uh nolan's Oh, the the newer yeah. Batmobile, yeah, yeah. Like they took the '80s like Batmobile that, with a little bit of Nolan feel. Yeah, yeah, I do like it. That's pretty awesome. I think it'd be better than what we got in the movies, but you know. Well, Nolan's, yeah. I mean, he he tried to make it a tactical vehicle, and and that was the reason for yeah. it. Yeah, uh, like the, the that current, makes sense. The current yeah. one, I don't, I don't hate. I think it, no. it kind of embodies both, but like that one in the comic, yeah. That would be great if they made that in, right, in the new movies. Right. Like I like that look as much as I like. Well, now it's, I mean the, now it's been destroyed. So right, of course, of course. So why not? Yeah, put this one in. But what's cool is Gordon is driving that '89 Batmobile in that clip. Oh, he is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Like, damn, make that a movie. Shit. <laughs> Get the comic guys on on these movies. They really do. No kidding. So we got a reviews here. Uh, Billy saw strangers pray at night. So let's start with that. I was out last night, and I think it was opening night, and it's basically the same, basically in a way the same the as the original in a way. I don't want to give out too much, but basically the same kind of plot and basically the same kind of outcome as far as you know is so and so there, blah blah blah, and Tamara, is that Tamara is? there, and um, of course a different family, obviously, and. It was pretty good. Um, the one fan that I liked was uh, the one, the little girl that was in. Um, uh, it was Adam Sandler. It was Adam Sandler and uh, Jennifer Aniston. Oh, oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. What's that called? Um, that's the one where they go on that uh, vacation yeah. or whatever. The, the, the little girl yep. was one of the main characters in this movie. Really? She's grown up now. Wow. So, um, it's it was pretty funny and. I don't want to give it too much, but it was. I went with low expectations because I figured that it was probably going to be the same kind of plot. And Rotten Tomatoes kind of gave it, a, you know, a really bad review, I think. But it was actually pretty decent. the The ending was different than I what I thought, but I think it was a good one. Um, I don't know if it's gonna. It could or could not lead to another. I don't know. Depends on what, how everyone feels about it, but. It was pretty decent, and it wasn't too long. It wasn't too drawn out. It was pretty, you know, to the point, and you know, it wasn't. It, you had those "Hey, I'm here" type of surprises, type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, I don't get scared that quick. So, um, but it had those, you know, type. Was it as type. scary as the first one? Um, I, I think it could be for some people. I mean, it some parts of it, you know, when they the people show up and they're just kind of standing at your door, or whatever, you know, with an axe or mm-hmm. knife or whatever they had those kind of parts and stuff in there. And <laughs> so, but it was, it was pretty good. I, I, I went with low expectations, but I think it was, I think it will do well. Uh, if they made a third one, I, I'm not sure how they could at this point, because, you know, the first two is kind of, you know, you don't want to do the same plot over and over again. Well, and they were like, weren't they like 10 year gap between them? Um, I think the first one came out in 08. I think so. That's crazy. And so, you know, you have, Roughly the same kind of characters, the the, mm-hmm. the killer type people, and uh, of course different setting, but basically the same kind of kind of uh, plot type of thing. So and so for people who don't know, what are the strangers basically? The, it basically, it's just a people group, or basically it must be like a family because like a guy, uh, a 
teenage girl or whatever, a girl and maybe a mom or something like that. They all wear some kind of a mask. Creepy. And so you don't know who they are. And the girl goes up to the de- or up to the house and says, you knock on the door. It's Tamara here. Well, she does it <laughs> like twice. And she like kind of just stands there. Uh, and they say, you know, you nope. had the you had the wrong house or whatever. And she goes, okay. And she just kind of stands, and she kind of like stands in the dark. So you know how you have like a little night night light on the side of the house. I think she unscrews the light bulb so she they don't see her. Oh yeah. And yeah, so yeah. Uh, she just kind of stands there and just kind of stares at him, and then just walks away, and then just kind of walks, and then just kind of turns around, and just kind of just just stares, but you can't see her eyes. Yeah. And but it's it's it's. It's a pretty decent movie, and um, I think people will, will will like it. Do you think the setting's more creepy than the first one? Because I think the first one was they're out in the country. They're out right? in the country. Uh, this one is uh, abandoned it, trailer park. It's in it? a trailer park, Ugh. and so um, it's abandoned, right? Or is there people? There? Well, <laughs> it, it's abandoned now. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was uh, the family that is in it. Uh, I think the mom's, I think it was her aunt and uncle that I get maybe owned the trailer park or whatever. And, um, the little, the girl was going, was being going out of town and they were going to stay there, I guess to stay overnight or whatnot. And the aunt and uncle, well, I think you pretty much figure out what kind of happened to them. Oh no. So, Oh uh, God. So the family, the, the trio, the tr- killers kind of set up camp basically in that area and people who showed up, Mm. You know, probably just kind of. So it's their training. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it was it was pretty good, and um, yeah, we'll see we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm trying not to give too much away. Cause, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's in a trailer park, and you think it's just as good as the first one, or not as good? Um, I say probably about the same. Yeah, I say about the same. Um, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't bad at all. To be honest with you, it was. It was pretty decent, and yeah, we'll see what happens. Well, I think movies like that are more scary because they could actually happen. Like, and that's that's the thing. Yeah, these are uh, based on true events, so these are things that you know. Yeah, someone could walk up to your house and with a mask on or say in the dark, you know, is so and so here? Even as a prank, even as a prank, know, it's like, and you know, these people can be outside your door and somehow end up inside your house at some point or whatever. So yeah, so it's realistic, but yet it's you know, mm. so yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think you go see. You should go see it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll wait till it comes out on video. <laughs> I'll bring it over for uh, for <laughs> scary movie night. For scary movie night. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And it too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I Sounds just, like a good movie. Yeah. Well, that's what's creepy about strangers. Like, you know, I don't know if they did it in this one. They, they probably did. Who knows? But the first one, they just simply asked them why why us. Mm-hmm. And it's like because you were home. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, that, that like that I, I doesn't tell you, put a thought in your mind. You, that yeah. question is asked yeah. in this movie. Oh, cool! I'm not going to tell you what happens after that, though, because <laughs> you hear you get the why? Why are you doing this to us? And yeah, then you'll find out why. Mm. <laughs> well, stranger thanks for danger. reviewing that. Otherwise, yeah. we wouldn't it's talk what, about. That's why they always say stranger danger. Stranger. <laughs> <laughs> the third one, if that chick comes up to the door, is like, is Tamara there? They should just grab her and pull her in. Yeah, that would like really shake things up because then the other two are like, "We gotta get her back." Mm-hmm. Please give us back her Clementine. I don't know what her name is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Change it up, <laughs> but I'll probably be another ten years. So, <laughs> they'll reboot it. 
but um, Mitch? Yeah, so I found, uh, just scrolling randomly through Netflix because I had nothing else better to do, uh, Hans Zimmer uh, has a live in concert um, show, and it, it's amazing. I, it's it's everything I wanted it to be and then some. Uh, it's, it's a really energetic uh, performance of all the, the soundtracks that he's done throughout his career. Um, they open up with... Uh, uh, the Driving Miss Daisy theme, which is just... I didn't realize that he's been doing it for this long. So it's its simply amazing. I would say uh, check it out. Uh, it's great background music. The crowd gets energetic and, and stuff like that. So uh, if you're a big fan of Hans Zimmer music and, you know, um, with Driving Miss Daisy, uh, the Batman trilogy, uh, stuff with uh, um, Pirates of the Caribbean. I mean, he's, oh, just, right. he's yeah, done yeah. a ton of stuff, so... Give it a chance. Listen to it. Um, you know, obviously, it's not a thriller, you know, drama or anything like that. But it's just a good, lighthearted program to watch. What's the, like? How do you search it then? Um, I would just do Hans Zimmer live. Okay, and then it'll pop right up. That's cool. what I did last night. Sweet. I watched it the second time. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Well, yeah, it's always nice to find. Netflix has so much stuff. Oh, they do, and it's all hidden because most of it you have to yeah, like search for an actor or something like that, and then six things pop up that wasn't on your list. Yeah, right. How'd you come up? You just were. I don't know. It was just on like recently added. I oh, think. Cool. Yeah. So it just came out then. Great. Yeah. Anything on Netflix you found, Billy? It's interesting. Um, I don't watch a whole lot of Netflix. Usually, my my kids do. Yeah. Um, I I think my wife said something like this is new movie or show called uh, like Veronica. That's, oh, I heard it's really it's, scary. It's, I heard she says people pretty, have to turn it off. She said it was pretty pretty scary. So I had to that check was that me. out. Yeah, uh, but mostly I'm I'm just watching like you know older you know TV shows stuff yeah. like that, and I don't get to it very often. Sure, but, but the kids watch you know like Fuller House and oh, yeah. all, all the other. That's definitely uh, a show you can tune in and just mm-hmm. like shut your brain off. Yeah, like, yep. it's not a terrible show, but it's not. I've actually great. watched. I've actually watched all the seasons. I, I got caught up in all the seasons and. You know, it's actually enjoyable. It, it's, it's enjoyable. It it's, it, it's almost as cheesy as it was originally. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. But of course, they add in a few more, um, a few more words than they used well, to. There, yeah. <laughs> well, and there's a lot more. Especially, making out, especially like, Candace Cameron, because you know she was kind oh, of yeah. the, you know the, the the princess type in the original show, and now she, she's like, what the hell? Yeah. You know, I'm like, yeah. whoa. You know, you're you're like a church going lady, and you're <laughs> yeah. saying hell. I mean, it's like <laughs> it's really like sexed up too. Like they mm-hmm. don't have like bedroom scenes but you know <laughs> they're like in skimpy outfits well, sometimes jody sweden she, you know she's good lord she's not done well. very small up top yeah. and she's yeah kind of poking out there and yeah you know, they've they keep uh it's a joke too on the show i think yeah yeah i think first season they made i think in real life they're implants i think they've joked about that too yeah like they keep joking about oh. uh bringing the olsen twins back they're like come back it'll be fun you know yeah but of course, they break, they break the <laughs> Third wall, or whatever. it probably, it probably never happened, but you know they they've mentioned you know the Michelle character a couple times, and then all of a sudden they just stare at the camera. Mm-hmm. It is weird. They they don't have Michelle, but yeah, it's like an inside joke. Yeah, but, but uh, I guess the Olsen twins just didn't want to do it. To it's begin it's with, what so. you want when they when they revitalize a show. I think it's all the you know the good. I like how people in the beginning were. Like, oh, it's just like the original. Like, did you really think it was going to be that much different? Yeah. Yeah. Well, just like here in a couple of weeks or yeah, next week, uh, the new Roseanne yeah. is going to be it's going to be out. So I don't have ABC. Yeah. So uh, I'll have to watch it on the app when it and after it after it shows. But <laughs> I wonder if it'll be on Hulu. Oh, it might be. Yeah, it could be. But uh, I'm pretty excited to see that because, you know, of course, they brought back John Goodman, which they 
you know, supposedly killed off. Oh, they're pretty original. much ignoring. But his no, like, they aren't. They're hitting it head on. There's but, like but a the, scene where she's in bed or something like that, and he's got a CPAP machine on. Like, why does everyone think I'm dead? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. I thought you were dead. Why does everybody think, think I'm, I'm dead? dead. <laughs> That's probably one of the worst endings to a, a show ever. Um, well, it went off the rails. They well, never, it did. Well, they, yeah. yeah, they won the lottery, and it just changed. But it was a, you know, it was how, a dream. Right. But, I like, I, I appreciated everything but the whole Dan part. Like, Dan yeah. really died. Like, what? No. Come on. Well, when they had the heart attack par- uh, portion of the show, uh, that's probably what they did. But they probably didn't think, hey, we're going to bring this show back, you know, you know, in 20, in 20 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now they got to think, okay, well, think about the, the original cast. You know, they're probably going to think, well, the, the writing part was just a dream part. That, it was just, you know, just a story. Sure. Yeah. But. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad to see that it came back and they brought back the original cast. That's nice, and the original Becky character is going to play the original Becky character. I wonder if they're going to bring in Sarah Chalk for anything. I think they brought her back, but I think it's under a different character. character. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Of course, the guy that played Mark is really dead, mm -hmm. so um, I don't think they're going to have that kind of character in there. Mark. Was he the young kid? No, he was the brother to the young kid. And then Johnny Galecki, he's the one that. Played David in the show, he's which, he, back, which is on Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I don't know if he's is he coming back. back? I think he is because yeah. in the end, uh, his character and Sarah Gilbert's character had a baby, mm-hmm. and so that's where they they got married. They too. got married, yeah. yeah, and they had a baby in, in, the last, in the last episode, in the last uh, episodes, and so that's where they ended there. So, and that I think in the show, their daughter is you know mm-hmm. grown you know grown up a of little course. bit. So yeah, so yeah, it'd be kind of cool to see. Yeah, I'm anxious to see it. You know. Um, I just say bring back a lot of old shows. I don't know if you should bring them back, like expecting them to run for years and right. years. I think a nice little short run would be better. Well, Fuller House is supposed to be thirteen episodes, and yeah. look, look what happened. So, in, well, in what I like about them is like they do like you know spurts, you know, yeah. and then they stop and they bring it back. So, right. uh, hopefully, Roseanne won't get like you know they just kind of lose that creative momentum, you know. Right. But I think it's got a lot. You know, that show was groundbreaking. It was a show that probably. For its time, it, it truly showed like financial hardship. You know, yeah. all these other shows were just like pitch perfect to the lottery. <laughs> like these people, like had a bunch of kids, hadn't didn't have a lot of money. They lose jobs, they get jobs, they have ups and downs. I think that's what really captured a lot of people's attention. Was you know, I, I feel like I'm being representative. You know, represented in more um, right. than these other shows. Right. It's like yeah, you know, you want to tune out from your problems, but the show was able to. Show your problems, but make you laugh. And, you know, I guess, it, you know, the, the overall thing was appreciate family, you know, right. for what you what you got. So, yeah, I'm anxious to see that. I think that pretty much wraps up yeah. everything, cool. guys. So, yeah, I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in. Again, check us out on all social media. Listen to us on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, Spotify, and feelthegeeks.com. I'm Josh. I'm Mitch. I'm Billy. Take care.